Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissing Country 103.9. Breaking redneck news. Yeah, it's that breaking redneck yes. news. I love redneck news. All right, this is good. A Maryland boy had an awful event, eventful weekend, when he spent a portion of it trapped inside a claw arcade machine. Now, Jack said, what is a claw arcade yeah, machine? Yeah, what is that? You know what? If you go to uh, the Thorsby Family Restaurant, you'd see one. There's the big machine with the, the claw on it. Do you remember uh, Toy uh, Story? The claw. The yes. claw. The claw. Yeah. Well, apparently this boy and his family were staying in Aberdeen, Maryland, and the little guy crawled through the machine's prize door and got stuck inside all the prizes. So, because some of these teddies and stuff like that are pretty big, so it's got to be a pretty big prize door. But this little boy crawled inside the machine. He wriggled his way through the chute. Yes. Yes. He was Anything not. Anything to get those toys. They were not able to get him out, so he had to stay Stay inside for 30 minutes. They they tried to get him, pick him up with a claw and get him out. <laughs> he kept avoiding it. But that, you know you're a redneck when you get stuck in the claw machine. Apparently, 30 minutes, the uh, owner of the uh, machine arrived with the key and they got him out. Oh, I can't even cow. imagine how hysterical he was. Or maybe he wasn't. You know, he's rolling around in the yeah, all the stuff he's I don't swimming know. around with all the stuffed animals. Yeah. He's having a great time. All right. Do you think he runs out of oxygen in there? No. That they like cut air holes in there. Uh, that would have been a really cute photo. If, if they ran out of oxygen, thirty minutes a really would have been cute photo. That would have been a cute photo. <laughs> hey, Levine, Chuck's got himself stuck in the claw machine again. <laughs> All right, which makes us wonder this morning: what is the most unusual, strange place you've ever been stuck? Hmm. I head through the railing a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of times. We've all done that. My brother and I were little. I got his head through the railing on uh, my aunt's uh, apartment. Like, you know, they just, the yeah, the railings. We were playing cows, and I just kind of... You're playing cows? Yeah. You like how the cow cows. puts its head through he the feet? Exactly. He was a cow, and I convinced him to put it through the stanchion, <laughs> and he got stuck, and we couldn't get him out. He, like, hung out there for, like, four hours till my uncle came home from work and hacksawed him out. Ah. He probably wasn't very happy about cutting through his railings. No, my brother there wasn't, nor was my uncle. Anyway, uh, what about you? Have you ever been stuck anywhere, Jack? I have been stuck. It's kind of hard to explain, but um, one time in the food court, there was like a garden area, and then there was a chair, and I thought I could fit behind it, but I couldn't, yeah. and so I got myself stuck between the chair and the garden. Wedged? Yes. <laughs> did they grease you up? Yes, they did. They it did? awful. Yeah? How old were you? 15, 16? <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> There was just legs and arms everywhere. I could actually see it that. Exactly. 780-421-1039 or give us a call. That's the number to call or text us at 1039-39. Where have you been stuck? We'd love to hear from you this morning. There's a little story about the little boy in Maryland who crawled up into the claw machine, uh, arcade claw machine, just like a toy story. The claw, the claw. And he was in there for 30 minutes until oh. they got a key and got him out. Crazy. I can't even imagine being that little boy. But you know what? He probably was okay with it because he did crawl up into the machine. So. Yeah, and he was surrounded by toys. It would have been awesome. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, 103.939, tell us your stuck stories. Or 780-421-1039. So when they were first building the Southgate uh, station, friend and I were walking through and we figured we'd take the elevator. Well, the elevator got stuck and there was no one around. Oh, no. Because it was right at the, yeah, right when they were just, like, the LRT wasn't quite open yet. It was, like, you could walk to the, the station, but you couldn't actually, there weren't any trains going. And we used to 
an elevator for a good hour, and my friend decided he was going to write his will <laughs> in the elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After an hour, yeah. If you, you start we looking at each other like, hmm, which part am I going to eat first? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be stuck with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? There's plenty to eat. The CCMA on air personalities of the year. Good morning. On Kiss and Country 103.9. Don't get a chance to say it that often, but Matt was right. Matt predicted Dirk Bentley would sing the national anthem at the mm-hmm. Predators game last night, and who comes out but Dirk Bentley? Good job, Matt. Shower me with praise. I said, we pro- I said, I'll pro- hail the great Swami. He probably won't. <laughs> he probably won't because he's got an upper body injury. He's got uh, serious vocal issues right now. But he came up, and he—you could tell—he was kind of uh, holding it in, but he just—he sang it, and uh, it was all good. And obviously, it was a good luck charm for his Predators as they won this the game, and now the series is tied up. Man, it's crazy. Now the specu- speculation begins. Who's going to do game six? Garth Brooks. Yeah, I just gonna, okay. I'm going to just keep saying Garth Brooks until it happens. I just I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. But anyway, we were talking when you just went to the bathroom. It'd be kind of neat if Game Six Carrie Underwood should sing it again. I yeah, think she should come back. If you're going to do a repeat. She's a good one. I mean, yeah, her husband plays for the team. He's the He's captain, captain of the team. Exactly. Anyway, and she's good. And uh, she had a really uh, clever tweet last night. She had a picture of him because it was his 37th birthday. Her husband Mike Fisher, and she said he's the only fish in the sea for me. And he was wearing his. Predators jersey and he's the captain. So, wow, that's yeah. good. It's pretty creative. At six thirty-seven, we'll spin the wheel of country in moments uh, for your chance to win. We're talking about stuck stories this morning because there's a little boy in Maryland who got stuck in the claw machine for thirty minutes, believe it or not. And we're looking for your similar stories. Oh, Don has quite the memory. My brother got stuck under the stage at our elementary school by some of his buddies. He was only about twelve or thirteen. Well, he tried to escape by squeezing out through the stairs on stage right. Unfortunately, mm. his shoulders were too thick and he couldn't get out when he tried to pull his head back well then his ears were too big he was stuck for about 30 minutes with his head sticking out of the stairs for the two biggest grade niners for they pushed and pulled and they pulled the stairs apart well the principal jammed him back in we still laugh about it the principal put him back in the yeah. hole i got it all right uh, what about you elisa i thought I call instead of texting you guys about stuck stories. Yeah, you know what? We always prefer the phone call. Nothing mm-hmm. against the text message, but the phone call is so much more personal. Go ahead. Yeah, tell us. So when I was three years old, I was playing hide and go seek with my brothers out on the farm. Yes. And I got myself stuck in the chicken. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> I um, went in there because I love the chickens, and the latch fell behind me, and <laughs> my brother couldn't find me. And then my mom thought that I drowned in the slough. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's probably in hysterics. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, she is. She is at this point. And then she had the whole community out looking for me, so like a little search party. Well, yeah. Aww. Yeah, and then uh, she was crying against the chicken coop, and she heard me singing Rocket by Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> You'd oh found a gosh. chicken husband and a little chicken piece of real estate. You and just... how many baths did she make you take after that? Actually, I don't think I got pooped at all. She threw wow. you in the slough. Calling <laughs> 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 nine instantly spins to win. Four to one, one oh three nine. Turn it up. Chris, Jack, and Matt. With Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9.
Hi, who's this? Lindsay Anderson. Hey, Lindsay. How are you doing today? Good, you? Hey, well, you know, we're doing fantastic. Do you have uh-huh. any stuck stories? Have you ever been stuck, Lindsay, in anywhere you couldn't get out of? No. No? Not that I can remember. No. Lindsay, you want to hear the story about the time I got something stuck in me? Sure. I don't know. I don't know if we do. Snap <laughs> answer. Lindsay, you All are right. brave. All right, Lindsay, go ahead. I'm holding a dinosaur in my hand. I once got a toy dinosaur stuck in my nose and I had to go to the hospital and get it pulled out. There it is. Aww. I'm an idiot. Most days I wish you still was in there because it's a running and snotty all the time. Yep. Plug the dam, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, you want to spin the wheel, don't you? Yes. All right, tell us what to do. Can you spin the wheel of country? <laughs> can you? I don't know. Yeah, we can. I think we can. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday passes to Big Valley Jamboree. Yay! Yeah, Keith Urban, Casey Musgraves, Tanya Tucker, and many more will be there. And Lindsay will be there, too. Oh, and so will Matt. He'll probably have something stuck in his body, but whatever. (laughs) It is Big Valley. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Chris, Jack, and Matt. On Kissin' Country 103.9. Kissin' the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Well, we're the station that wants to send you all the big shows, including the Big Valley Jamboree. Sam Hunt, he was there last year, wasn't he? He sure was. Yeah. Uh, it's a great lineup this year, and again, another chance to spin the wheel of country at 840. Uh, Rascal Flats has been to the Big Valley Jamboree, and Gary LaVox, lead singer, had a lot of fun with him coming up just after 7 as he joins us. They've got new music out, and it's called Back to Us, and we'll talk to him about that and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Okay, so a young boy in Maryland crawls up into the Claw arcade machine to get one of the, like, you know, he's going to do the old-fashioned way, crawl up. Remember, Matt, in the old days when you used to be able to like, put your hand up and get the pop or yes. stuff out of the... Out of the pop machine? Do you remember when you used to these fat reach short up? fingers? I could never get deep enough. Jack's got long hands. <laughs> yeah, I was always the the reacher upper, but it's so scary because it's like, what's gonna what's gonna get me? Just yeah. like Homer, you might get your hand stuck in there. Yeah, exactly. I bet you people have gotten their hands stuck. Oh, in for, thing, sure. for sure. Um, Will so, they grow back? So not really. So the young the young boy gets stuck in the arcade uh, claw machine for thirty minutes until the uh, over the owner of the machine comes with a key and they open take him out one of the. I guess there must be a door that fits a little boy. Well, they're going to take the money out, right? Probably went out the money door. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's that big? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. People pump money into the claw machine. <laughs> that is true. I don't know how it works. So we're looking for your I uh, Got Stuck stories this morning. A text at 103.939. When I was seven years old, my mom was getting married. And the morning of the wedding, while everyone was getting ready at my grandma's house, I thought it would be a good idea to stick my head in through one of the cracks of the chairs well i don't know how i got in but boy did i ever get stuck we tried water we tried butter we tried oil we could not get my head out my mom suggested that they call the fire department to cut me out and somehow i wiggled my way back out of fear it took a good hour or more for me to get my head out i still get razzed for it to to this day that goes from amanda yeah amanda the chair girl that's exactly the way it works and how come you can get things into places but you can't get them out it's kind of the weirdest thing it's true anyway imagining all of those ladies getting ready for the wedding going, ooh, let's call the fire department. Maybe they'll come help. Ooh. You know what it I'm was, saying? It did not sound like that. Oh, God, we got to call the fire department. <laughs> yeah, probably you're right. The wedding's coming up. We'd love to hear your stories at 780-421-1039. Here's what's new today at KissNFL.com. It's the best 10 days of summer. K-Days is coming to Northlands July 21st to 30th, and we have ride-all day passes at kissnfm.com. And Wonder Woman is now playing in theaters. Enter to win your passes on the contest page. Become a country club member and get exclusive access on concert pre-sales, plus extra contests and more winning. Sign up today at kissnfm.com. 
Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissing Country 103.9. New music out for Rascal Flats. The CD is called Back to Us. And joining us on the telephone this morning, it's Gary Lavox. This is exciting, Gary. Years ago, and uh, many, many years ago, you won't remember this, but I will. Uh, one of the very first times you came to Edmonton, you played at Cook County Saloon. You, you played an unbelievable show there. I was doing the drive home at the time, and I had a chance to interview you guys before uh, that afternoon before you hit the stage. And we found out that we were both the same age, we graduated the same year, and we actually sang the same song at our graduations. Only you? Was, and, it, was that it? I, no, I think it was like it was just you and I, or I'm trying to remember now. I can't oh, remember. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Just you it and was. I, which is a strange song to sing at, at a graduation. It was yeah. just you and I, the Crystal Gale Eddie Rabbit song. And I don't know how we found, <laughs> that, we found that out. But the weird thing was that you and I both sang that song at our graduations. One of us became an international singing superstar, <laughs> and the other one of us became me. No, an international radio rock star. Yeah, yeah like a 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> and all of these, and all of these years later, in seriousness, I mean, you guys just keep releasing great music. Uh, I'm going to tell you that your new song I've got a riverboat, uh, first world problem. I got a riverboat, and I got like this unbelievably loud, obnoxious stereo on it. And the other day. Uh. I was just, we're going down the river, and I am cranking that song. And, and no disrespect to that song, but my son, Carter, who's 20, said, Dad, enough Rascal Flats already. <laughs> See, that's how you know you're raising your kids right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Dad, yes. I, you know, I appreciate it, but, you know, you know. anyway, let's let's shake it up a bit. But Oh, uh, no, Gary, your songs are his <laughs> pump-up songs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I run to your, I run to your songs. I, <laughs> I do yoga to your songs. <laughs> well, that's a visual. That's, that's, why, we, that's why we make music, really, just for your full-body workout. <laughs> Every time I do the downward dog, I think of you. I hope that's the first time he's heard that. <laughs> the first time there's ever really meant anything to me. Oh. There it is. Bang. Write that down. Chris, Jack, and Matt. Powered by Action Furnace. Home of the fixed right or it's free. Guarantee. On Kiss and Country 103.9. I like the sound. I like Rascal Flatts has new music out called Back to Us. And joining us on the telephone is Gary LaVox, lead singer of Rascal Flatts. You know what, you guys, again, you just keep putting out the great music, obviously. I mean, if I'm working out to it, who isn't? And, I mean, and, right. Yeah, right. And, and, I mean, uh, you, know, all, you know, again, there's something to be said. Well, yeah, if, after everybody says, man, I grew up listening to either Rascal Flatts or Chris Sheets on the radio. <laughs> th- there's, there's a bit of that. There's a bit of that that kind of kind of hurts a bit. Oh. But then, but then you go, yeah, you know what, man, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, you've always been there. That's right. It's so nice to not be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a miracle in some cases, really. You know. <laughs> yeah. When I took the test in high school to see what my future occupation would be, I was I was stuck between gas station attendant and janitorial services. Yeah. Yeah. So, and here you are. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's here I am. It's true. Being that guy that makes a mess in the bathroom. Yeah, that would have been me. <laughs> it's just kind of ironic. But the new music's great. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the challenge for you, although I've you know, I've got a challenge. I work with uh two uh 
great in quotation mark people. Thank you. And, and I mean, <laughs> in your case, I mean, when you guys started this so many years ago and it started at Cook County Saloon and other places like that, I mean, you never saw it getting to this point and going, holy cow, if I would have known it was going to go this long, I'd have probably picked people I liked, you know? <laughs> yeah, certainly wouldn't have hired my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons. <laughs> yeah. It's too late now, but what a run, right? And, and then yeah. the new music just keeps coming out, and it's just as good as, as anything you've released. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, we, you know, we've been so blessed, and we, you know, I mean, our our passion and fire for the music that we're writing and creating and cutting, and it's just, uh, you know, I mean, it's we'll keep going as as long as long as we can do it so we're just uh, really having a blast well we talked to jay a, a few months ago and i can't remember i said you know maybe there'll be a point where uh you know at some point you know when he's 60 65 he says chris if i'm still doing this when i'm 60 65 come kill me yourself oh um yeah well i would get something loaded up <laughs> but what a run it's been and now you're you know in your family i mean we've you know during the christmas special and stuff that like that we saw your your beautiful daughter singing yeah. i mean that you know that that's starting to happen in your world you, you watch just you know you watch your kids growing up and, and, and kind of deciding what they're going to do in their their lives yeah it's just it's, it's crazy to her started got a record deal and she was born and then you know here are she's driving and now she's singing and it's just it's unbelievable yeah. you know it's coming you know you know the time is elapsing and they're growing up but all of a sudden it's like there it is boom it's here yeah and the older people used to warn us about it remember I know, and you know it's coming, but yeah. you, just, you don't know how in the world it got there so fast. Okay, now, now Jack, uh, who's here with me, she's mm-hmm. got a six-and-a-half-month-old daughter. So if, if, if Gary LaVox can give her one, besides, I mean, you know, I, the old cliche one, you know, enjoy every moment, because, man, it, it does happen so fast, and there's been a million country songs about that. But what is that one piece of advice from one dad with a daughter to a, a mom with a daughter? There's nothing that can replace being present in your child's life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there, there's nothing more that, than your children want, and there's nothing more that you will want than to be actually present. You know, FaceTime doesn't raise kids. You don't do the same thing like that. Your kids would rather you be there and doing nothing than for you to be gone and talking to them on the phone or any of that stuff. So just being present and making memories in your life, because at the end of our life, that's the only thing we really leave is the memories that we made together. It's true. Yeah. Gary oh, LaVox from Rascal Flats. It's awesome. My daughter, when she was playing basketball, one of the moms told me one day, she said, did you ever notice every time she gets a basket, she looks in the crowd and looks at you? Hmm. And I said, well, yeah. that's because that's I'm paying her a dollar a basket. <laughs> um, but but, yeah. but, but in, in all seriousness, I mean, that is the kind of stuff that, that uh, you know, all the CMA awards and, and the millions of records sold, uh, you know, none of that really matters at the end of the day does it no you know you can't take any of that stuff with you but you can certainly leave a great foundation for your kids to carry on your legs just about anything can happen chris jack and matt on kissing country 103.9 gary lavox from rascal flats the new music is out it's called back to us back to us and, and and seriously, if I need you know to to get any kind of pump up going on in my life, I just crank it. Hitting the rascal flats. Yeah, exactly. Keep driving the kids crazy with it, brother. I will. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he loves to do. That's that's what dads are here for. Exactly. Like, you know, be pre- be present and annoy our children. Um, <laughs> that's right. See you there. Know what? That's making memories. That's you making memories. 
Yeah, bless this broken road we've been on together, Gary Lavox, since that night at Cook County Saloon, and uh, you know many more. You're you're an absolutely fantastic man. You're you're brilliantly talented, and uh, we can't wait to see you up here in Canada again very soon. Yeah, we're excited. Well, we can't wait either. And uh, thanks so much, buddy. Uh, hey, Chris, I'm yours if you want it. Bam. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag day made. Oh yeah, like month made. He's fist pumping right now. <laughs> Yeah. Dad fist bump. Dad fist bump. <laughs> Time to snap. <laughs> yeah. There's Rascal Flatts in Life is a Highway. By the way, that song is on the Cars 1 soundtrack, and Cars 3 will be in theaters coming up on June 16th. Lots of uh, text messages of people telling us how Rascal Flatts music has changed or made their lives better. There's just so many, so many uh, tear-jerking uh, texts yeah. in a row, which is awesome. Um, yeah, uh, we're having a, a pretty good morning, to say the least. Uh, that's cool. If you missed the conversation with Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats, uh, we're making it available now at kissinfm.com. So I uh, do keep that in mind. He's gotta, great. Gotta say, he is awesome. Gotta say a special, oh, 25 degrees later today. Beautiful day. Gotta say a special shout out to, uh, Lindsay's mom. And I, I apologize. I should remember Lindsay mom, Lindsay's mom's name, but Lindsay Snow, who worked here at the radio station, she Snapchatted me last night with a jar of raspberry jam, and she said, "I have to pick this up for mom because she's making you guys cookies and she's bringing them in." And this lady, her cookies, like I'm telling you, it's like oh. next level. You know that fancy store that we've got those fancy cookies that day, that kind of the sugar cookies. Do you yes. remember the name of that place? Um, no, I know they make cookies for the Oscars though. They're that good. Anyway, this this lady, she could make cookies for the Oscars. And every other award show. They're lemon raspberry, and mm-hmm. they're so soft and delicious. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Confetti sweets. That's the one. Uh, yes. Right. Okay, well, I'm telling you, she could give them a run for their money. She is like the Stanley Cup champion of cookies. They so need Wayne to combine forces. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would be so That's good. too much power, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's too much power for one cookie company. These cookies are amazing. I even had one. Yeah. And I don't break my diet for anything. Yeah. That's legit. Like, yeah. she's not in fibbing. Like, do you know how good these are? I'm on my sixth cookie. Because I don't break my diet for anyone. Nope. Maybe for these cookies. And they for are delicious. everything else I see. Keeping things hot. Driss, Jack, and Matt. With Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee. On Kissing Country 103.9. There's Sam Hunt. It's body like a back road. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. 25 today, 27 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's going to be absolutely glorious. It's 7.54. I uh, hope you're having a good start to your day. We will spin the wheel of country. We've got another pair of tickets to give away uh, to the Big Valley Jamboree. Now, the question is, which day will it be? You'll, uh, well, the wheel always Try has those luck. answers. That's the way it kind of works. And, again, we'll do that at 8.40, so do keep that in mind. What's coming up at the top of the hour, Jack? There's an obituary from a woman in our city that's making headlines across the world. All right, beautiful. And uh, again, Nashville is just going hockey crazy. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. It's happening there. And I know Matt just says that they're not the best hockey fans on the planet. We know we've got more huge diehard hockey fans on the planet, but it is exciting to watch these people uh, just kind of. They're pretty fired up. I mean, oh. the whole city's on board. They have huge watch parties outside yeah. the uh, oh, yeah. arena, and then Giant. they. Have- like yeah. Alan Jackson played for the crowd That's before. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they've got the built-in like they got the built-in country music stuff going on there, right? It just uh, concert every night. It's but a, I'm telling you, we're yeah. better because we're more organic fans. Yeah. And Nashville fans. And what does that mean? Look, it, it just comes so natural, right? We go to the games. We don't need anybody to tell us to yeah. s- do our chant, go others go. It just happens naturally. Yeah. I think in Nashville they're pretty gimmicky. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Because they have the, they have all these country stars, so it's hard not to love them yeah. that are following the team. Right. And then they have in in building like chant leaders. They have a whole section of guys just dedicated for it. But I think it's gimmicky. I think you call I, them fake fans. I, I think <laughs> it, fake fans. But I think it was fans that started that chanting. Like it's it's, oh. it's more of like a, it's almost like a European soccer thing where they they of course when they score a goal they they tell the goalie that they suck and it's all their fault and they chant his name and and uh, there's so just a mean. lot of things going on. It's so mean, you say? Yeah. He's so mean. He'll be fine with his six million dollar <laughs> a year paycheck. I guess so. Anyway, jealousy will get us nowhere. But next yeah. year, this time, uh, we'll. I hope be, we play him. We'll be chanting organically. Yes. Oh, so organic. No GMOs, no pesticides. <laughs> it's all natural with us. Connor McDavid is homegrown. Yeah. Just perfect. Well, he's from Ontario, but yeah, close Shut enough. up. <laughs> the morning show. The morning show. The morning show. The morning show. Chris, Jack, and Matt on Kissin' Country 103.9. Chris, Jack, and Matt present the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Enjoy a condensed version of the show from Kissin' Country 103.9. There's the latest for Tim Hicks. It's called Slide Over, Kissin' in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 8.08, it's sunny, 25, maybe 26 later on today, even warmer mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Uh, things are good for the middle of the week, no doubt about that. Uh, kind of a story, again, Wheel of Country coming up at 8.40, so we'll spin the wheel. Uh, certainly a story that was on Global News last night, and we're just kind of, uh, we're kind of uh, not dealing with it this morning because we know... <laughs> That, uh, it'll be one of those things that'll probably get going, and there's certainly opinions on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Jack, first of all, just explain the story from Breton. And I, I will say this, uh, we have a lot of great kissing listeners out in Breton, and this could happen probably in any school in the world. Oh, for I mean, sure. It just happens that it's, it's Breton this time around. But what happened in, at the Breton High School? Well, at Breton High School, southwest of our city, they are speaking out against a poster that popped up recently in their hallways. Now, this note told girls to dress conservatively to avoid distraction. Boys, But the background story is that it was apparently written by two male students in response to another note in the school that read, instead of shaming girls for their bodies, teach boys that girls are not sexual objects. Apparently there had been some troubles with the dress code and teachers were sending girls home for either showing their bra straps or showing too much cleavage. And the girls were saying, why are we being sent home? It's showing that the boys' education is more important than ours. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what uh, dressing, not following the dress code has to do with education. I mean, that would be the first thought that I would I would have about this. But again, uh, you know, dress codes and, and what, what students wear at school has been a topic. I said, Jack, it was a topic when you were. Oh, yeah. Remember? Big time. Tell us about, tell us about when little Jack <laughs> was, was a little bit younger. Say Rose, junior high. Yeah, yeah, he had a definite dress code. But there were certain girls in older grades that would go to school in one outfit and change at school. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, their parents didn't. Exactly, exactly know, right? And, uh, and again, and probably when your mom was in school, and I mean, it's always been a thing. And I, I watched the story on Global last night, and uh, some of the parents said dress codes are a good thing. It teaches uh, you know kids about the real world where they're going to have to have dress codes when they go to, Correct. to work, unless they work in radio. Because I'm wearing my shorts and flip flops today, and Matt's <laughs> got his cap on. But uh, but typically, most <laughs> most people have to follow some semblance of of rules when it comes yes. to dress codes. And you know, as far as the the boys and the girls and the the things that happen in the classroom. I'm not exactly sure which boys would be complaining about the girls uh, dressing provocatively, but they probably did it just to get the point across. Sure. I, I think the big thing is, 
as the line that the girls said at the end of their posters, teach these boys that women aren't sexual objects. Right. That's what it comes down to. But these girls have to understand that they're part of uh, something bigger than just themselves when they go to school. Right. And respecting the dress code is, is something you need to do right. inside that building. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we again, we just kind of wonder what you think of uh, this subject at 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103-939. Um, there's definitely two sides to it for sure. And uh, at the end of the day, I think if the girls just followed the dress code, we probably wouldn't have any issues. I mean, that would be easier. But, I mean, people in the world always push boundaries and just always kind of see if they can. Yes. A text already came in about dress code when my kids were in junior and senior high. They couldn't have the five Bs showing. That's boobs, butt, belly, backs, and bra straps. There you go. And they, but on the other sense is as soon as these young women get out of school and they say they're walking down White Ave, for instance, they could be totally breaking that that uh, dress code that was in place in the school, yeah. and it's perfectly fine to walk down the street like that. And I think, sure. where do you find the balance? Sure. Well, school is different than White Avenue. Sure, but I mean, mm-hmm. once these women turn 18 years old, they're sure. in school, they're adults, mm-hmm. they can make but their own decisions. But that's their choice. I mean, it, the dress code is a request of the school. Sure. White uh, Ave isn't requesting that you dress a certain way. Okay, and by the way, we'll probably hear from people saying, what about the boys? And there is a rule about boys in, in dress. Yes, right? in that dress code, that same one from the school, they said boys should, well, not boys in particular, but underwear and, and low jeans not not appropriate all right like the baggy jeans down to the knees with the you underwear hanging out i mean boys or girls the phones are ringing doesn't surprise us uh, the texts are coming in at 103939 uh what do you think about the whole uh, school dress code situation and what's happening in breton these guys run without a filter chris jack and matt with action furnace home of the fixed right or it's free guarantee on kissing country 103.9 Stephen Lee Olsen raised by a good time kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. Sometimes the perfect song gets played at the perfect time, and that would be it. Mm-hmm. Raised. Uh, uh, we're talking about the story from uh, Breton School, and again, Breton High School. Uh, this could happen at any school, and it probably has in, in different variations over time, and not just in 2017, but probably in 1971 and 1957. Easily. There was, there was uh, people that, uh, I guess, challenged the dress code or just wanted to, to be themselves and, and dress like they wanted to dress. And, and again, that's the story from Breton. And uh, the boys are kind of fighting back, and the girls are fighting back, and everybody's fighting back, and that's Everyone's what's Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. This texter says, hey, guys, first let me start by saying I am a teacher here in Edmonton. I think this talk about uniforms is ridiculous. If teachers were doing their job, making their classrooms interesting, and by that I mean engaging their students, well, the students wouldn't have time to be so-called distracted as they would be engaged in learning. Hmm. It is the adult responsibility in the classroom to set the expectations part of that is what you will and will not accept as good behavior in your classroom. You don't need a uniform to do that. There you go. Wow. Wow. I think I had some pretty good teachers in school. I just don't think that they had very good students. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, I, like, I think I had some of the best teachers. Like, I really do think so. But, I mean, I, my my mind and eyes would start wandering very quickly. I'm just saying. Well, between you and Bobby, I know that all of your teachers were patient. Yes, that's probably the There's truth. There's two types of students. Uh-huh. One's a part of the solution. One's a part of the problem. I think we got a couple in here that were part of the problem. <laughs> One was definitely part of the I solution. Feel bad. Hi, if, I could go, if I could go back, I, I, I really do feel bad about it. But anyway, uh, there you go. Thank you very much from a teacher's uh, perspective. Yvonne, you've got a perspective on this subject? This whole dress code thing is something that I, I have five daughters. So, Ooh. yeah. Oh, trust me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, you know, what, what the schools I personally believe have done wrong is they have put the sexualized content a spin on it where they shouldn't have... But boys are distracted, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
they should say, this school has dress code. This is the dress code. I don't care if you're boy or girl. If you don't meet the dress code, you go home. I've seen my daughters, as you said, go to school in one outfit, change clothes. But the part where they get dumb is they Snapchat throughout the day. Okay. I've gone, left my office, surprised them at school, (laughs) and dragged their butts home, made them stand in the kitchen, and cut up a shirt. Which, ironically, there wasn't much of it there in the very beginning. (laughs) They had some cuts started already. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It took it all of three seconds, and then I'm like, okay. This is Jack and Matt on Kissing Country 103.9. Oh boy, we're getting so much uh, input about the uh, yeah the dress code situation and uh, you know again the boys accusing the girls of dressing to try to you know impress the and uh, that's uh, whatever it's it's just it, it, somebody just texted and basically said it's been this way to the end of, it will be this way till the mm-hmm. end of time boys will be boys girls will be girls but it's a you know it's a responsibility of all of us to remind the boys that uh, they treat girls with respect and the girls to 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 to, to Earn respect in some respects too, right? I don't know if that makes sense. The clothing sense, you wear shouldn't be a. It should be the respect of the school. I agree with that. No, but you're outside of school. Just because what you're wearing yeah. doesn't mean you're respectful or not respectful. Right. Got it. But following rules is respecting rules. Yes. There's a lot of respect going on. <laughs> We're just throwing respect out everywhere. Text at 103.939 about this whole situation. Having a dress code is completely acceptable. I teach junior high, and I don't like looking at teenagers showing too much skin. But the issue with at note is implying that it's a girl's fault if boys are distracted right. and staring at them. Boys need to be taught to treat women right from a young age, and the note feeds into the rape culture. It's the girl's fault because she was asking for it is completely untrue. Absolutely. The dress mm-hmm. code should be in place to encourage self-respect, not to accommodate boys' wandering eyes. Never punish the women for the actions of the men. There it is, Matt. Homegrown, there is uh, Zach Brown Band. Kiss in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 841. That means the cue to call is coming up in Woo! just a moment. Just talked to Noah from Breton High School. He gave us a call and, uh, yeah, said he's there. And, I mean, you know, of course, sometimes uh, things just, you know, again, this is just him and this is just his take on it. And we, you know, we have no way to authenticate. What is it? Authenticate? Well, there's a word. Yeah, authenticate. Yeah, authenticate. Exactly. You know, uh, but his his whole story was that uh, you know it just kind of started as as one guy kind of joking around in his view anyway, and of course the joke got very serious. So one thing we've learned is you got to take this stuff very serious because mm-hmm. things like this can happen, and all of a sudden there's a, a news story, and uh, you know you know the superintendent's involved and things like that at their school. Yes, Matt. Can we go back to t- talking about kids stuck in claw machines? <laughs> 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 yes, earlier in the morning, a kid got stuck in a claw machine in the States. We're talking about that. Yeah, not in Breton. He got stuck in a claw machine in Maryland. Oh, he got stuck in Breton. Breton is having a red letter <laughs> news day. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, one more email about the subject again on dress codes and the boys yeah. and girls. And, yeah. uh, Rachel in Clairview says, it's also the parents' responsibility to teach their kids about respecting themselves and others. It's not up to the teacher to put those values into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know as a dad of a daughter, I mean, there's been times she's come down the stairs and I look at her and I uh, just kind of look at her. And I wouldn't usually say anything and she'd just go right back in her room and find something else to wear. But on the other hand, your daughter is a well-adjusted par- yeah. member of society and understands, you know, that, you know. Yeah. A lot of this but, stuff. I mean, but I mean, it's I not th- to say these girls aren't well adjusted, sure. though. 100%. But we're pushing, but yeah, again, I think that, uh, as people, we, I mean, you know, we like to push boundaries as far as what we wear, and we've, you know, I mean, Matt and I, well, not us, because the only boundaries I'm pushing are the pressure <laughs> on my butt. <laughs> yeah, you're pushing something. <laughs> 
There is the music you've been waiting for. It's the Wheel of Country music, and we got Tracy on the line. Tracy, you're driving to work? Yes. You're being driven crazy by the drivers around you. Yes. How many roads did you travel on today that didn't have construction? Actually, none of them. What? Are you I, sure you're in Edmonton? I tried to get from Roger's place with my cool bus after the Tim and Faith show the other night, and I came to the radio station, and there was not a road that wasn't down to one lane both directions. Right? Yeah, but maybe that was just a weekend thing. Wow. Well, I just went down 156 and 107th, and you got all the luck. You got the only two roads without construction. Congratulations. (laughs) Now let's see what the wheel will do for you. Tell us what to do. Turn the wheel. Yeah. Saturday passes to Big Valley Jamboree. Woo! Yeah. Keith Urban, Casey Musgraves, we love her. Oh, she's the best. And how about Tanya Tucker? You talk about a throwback, Delta Dawn, what's that flower you have on? So good. That's so awesome. I love Keith Urban. Okay, well, he loves you back, and you're getting a chance to see him as Big Valley celebrates their 25th anniversary. From the We Can't Win file, um, every time we play that song from Midland called Drinking Problem, you'll get text saying, oh my gosh, finally a return to great country music. And then you get the text just a minute ago from this song sounds too much like the 80s. Blah. You know, who doesn't want to remember the 80s? Mm-hmm. Come on. Another great thing about music is we all have different opinions about the music. You got that right. Exactly. And we try our best. Thanks, tips. We try our best <laughs> to, to, to find the best mix for you. By the way, you can become part of the music jury. You sure and, can. Uh, you can make determinations on exactly what we play, how much we play it, get rid of it, bleh, whatever you want to do with it. And you win prizes. Exactly. All right. Go to kissfm.com for all of those details. It's uh, coming up to nine. Steph Hansen on your radio next. Have an incredible day. 25, 26 degrees a little bit later on. Thank you so much for letting us be part of your day. It was a, a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda has one final topic on this whole school dress code thing, the issue that's happening in Breton right now. Oh, uh, I got a lot to say. What about these boys that go shirtless in, in gym class? I don't think so. Get your shirt back on then if you're going to discriminate women. Because women dress to feel good about themselves and their body shapes that they always get shamed for. I don't think so. They used to make us take our shirts off when we had to play sports, like short shirts and skins. I didn't like that either. Keep huh? your shirt on. Keep your shirt on. Oh, that's and what that's what everybody in the gym class said when I take my <laughs> shirt off.